Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 19. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike Abs Like Chad Lopez. I'm back. I made it. <laughs> yes. Man, welcome back. I missed you. Hello. Thanks, and, buddy. Yeah, we have David. So cool. Tell me that much. Tate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and it's been a while since I've heard the... Been a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Joining us tonight also is Eric, the virtual boy, Kruger. What up, what up? <laughs> All oh, right. the virtual boy. I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, if you missed Eric's last appearance on the show, he was back with us on episode 11, along with Peter Molyneux. Yes. And he uh, works the ropes and police, the levers and cogs that power IGN.com. That so. is uh, technically correct, yeah technically correct there's a lot of levers and cogs yeah and he knows everything <laughs> there is effort. to know about what's coming up in video games so oh, just yeah. tweet at him oh, and ask man. him all the spoilers and secrets <laughs> <laughs> yes i have lots of spoilers and secrets. yeah tell us everything about e3 eric <laughs> oh man i don't even know if i can spoil it all for you you just gotta watch <laughs> but let's talk about it afterwards because whoa Cause, yeah ndas <laughs> <laughs> the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table with one burning topic from the world of gaming. But first, what do you guys plan? Okay, I'll go. I had a nice long vacation, so uh, I've been playing a lot of Far Cry 4, trying to get that knocked out. Um, started my speed run for Shovel Knight, because I really want to get that platinum. Oh, yeah. It's super hard, though. Um, <laughs> I've been playing Hot Date, which is a super fun uh, PC game where you go on speed dates with really self-absorbed dogs. <laughs> what <laughs> wrap, in the world? Wrap yeah. your brain around that. It's good times. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, mostly mostly Far Cry 4 right now, trying to get that game finally finished up. But I've been playing it on and off for like a, probably like two or three months, and I'm finally sitting down just getting it finished. Wow. Oh, it's so good. It's so much fun. Yeah, I've been playing so much Towerfall <laughs> and so much Nidhogg. <laughs> and uh wow. yeah nidhogg is the greatest thing i i tweeted out um i had some folks over on my birthday and we just had a little party going on played some nidhogg and basically after the party people kept coming up asking like so uh what systems is nidhogg on like <laughs> you know like <laughs> how can i get it you know <laughs> i uh so i was i had tweeted out to mr shuhei yoshida that i think i had sold like three ps4s after that party so nice <laughs> and and he thanked us so that was fun um that's nice and then i played some more hohokam and on the old uh ps vita tv which oh. is which is a quite interesting device Look out. yeah and some rogue legacy on there i installed the rogue legacy um locally and then because it has about a gig of internal memory without mm-hmm. a memory card plugged in and then i have uh i played hohokam remote play to test it out and um yeah it was really cool i i have it all hardwired so it's kind of optimal um you know i'm I'm not sure what kind of streaming experience you could have like over the wi-fi and stuff unless mm-hmm. you have like a really excellent router and you're really close but yeah i'm just i have it hardwired through uh you know f- from upstairs to down and oh did you um, run like a really long cable uh when, when we bought our house it was uh hardwired with cat five. Oh, so, okay. so i just um uh, 
Yeah, so I just I put um, uh, RJ45 in the wall of my bedroom and one behind the TV and, you know, did a little cross-connect in my closet, and there you go. Oh, it's hardwired. There you go. Good to go. There you go. So, yeah, been playing just a bunch of indie stuff. I really, I've realized I'm kind of just treading water until Batman comes out. Oh, <laughs> like, man, I am like, so excited. I really don't want, like, I've, I've been playing a little Far Cry 4, but I I almost don't want to get too far into it because I know I'm just going to drop everything when Batman comes out. So that's, that's another, it's one of the reasons I haven't bought Witcher three yet. I'm like, yeah. I just know Batman's going to come out and I'm just going to play it until I get sick of it. So which would be never. It. Well, you know, it, it'll happen. It'll happen. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so tired of being Batman all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's exhausting. Yeah. Oh, Batman, punching bad guys. Um, <laughs> so Adam, you, you done? Oh, I'm I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've only been playing two games um, because I there's only one HD TV in my parents' house, which is where I am, and my dad uses it a lot because he owns it, rightly so. So, um, <laughs> but I have been playing a lot of Minecraft on the PS4 because my oh, brother, so uh, when we were on vacation, my niece and nephew wanted to play Minecraft all the time, so we did, and my brother would join us, um, and he caught the Minecraft bug for the first time in his life. So. <laughs> Yeah, so like, you know, I, you know, he got it on PS4 and we've been playing it, you know, late at night when my parents finally go to sleep. And <laughs> he is just so do, he, do they know you guys are awake still? Of course. Of course, you Well, we're not in the same house, so in so much trouble. We're not in the same house at all. Are you doing that Minecraft thing? <laughs> <laughs> is that Minecraft thing I heard about? <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, so yeah, that's really it's fun playing Minecraft with someone that's super stoked about Minecraft. So Oh yeah. Minecraft's um, a great time. So I've been playing that and then also Heroes of the Storm finally launched. Um, yeah. it's not oh, yeah. in beta of any kind anymore. It's just it's official. And uh, a lot of st- steady stream of new people means the matchmaking is terrible right now. Um, because it just, there's just so many bad people that it's just changed. It's like throwing off the curve, but, um, are you up to I, rank I, play yet? Or do you actually play? No, rank there is, play? There's like hero league play that I could be doing if I really wanted to, but I'm just not that competitive. Like people, that's the mode where people rage the hardest in. And I right. just am not a big fan of people telling me how bad I am. Um, <laughs> and not being so, able to choose your own hero too. That's kind of thing. Like I want to play as, you know, Silver yeah. Moon yeah. Or, and you have to like work it out. And if you're playing with a bunch of randos, then, you know, you're just going to have a horrible time agreeing together. And then they're just going to blame you for when you lose because it couldn't possibly be their fault. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds fun. So quick match is my favorite mode. And I do have a couple buddies on there that I play with pretty consistently. There's this one guy that's literally anytime I want to go play heroes of the storm, this guy is on playing. And so that's nice and consistent. So, um, so yeah, uh, I'm having a good time with that. Um, new heroes every three weeks, they say. So that's pretty exciting. Oh um, and aggressive. yeah, if you, I, I mean, I need people to play Heroes of the Storm with me. So you should really check it out. It's free. It's on PC or Mac and play it with me. Uh, tweet at me if you want my handle, because it's hard to remember off the top of my head. But I, I want people to play with, not randos. So anyway, <laughs> cool. What about you, Eric? What are you uh, so I picked up this little game called The Witcher. And <laughs> oh my on. goodness. Yeah. I, uh, usually in the big epic open world RPGs, takes me a little while to get into, if at all. But uh, I powered through like the first couple of hours and like really started to get into it, really started to like dig the story and the lore and everything. And 
Yeah, it's really fun. I found a big step for me is turning off subtitles because these big, long dialogue scenes, (laughs) I usually read ahead and then get bored of them talking. So you turn it off (laughs) and just watch them like uh, emote and everything. And it's a lot, uh, lot more enjoyable. And are subtitles you, defaulted to on in that? Yeah, they are. Oh, that's weird. There's a few yeah, I don't times. know what it is, but it's like anytime there's subtitles on the screen, I have to read them. Yeah. Even if it, it's like, no, this, they're, they're speaking the language that I speak, the only <laughs> one. And yeah. there's subtitles, but I have to read them some, for some That's reason. crazy. Like, yeah. yeah, it's funny because to me, I'm the exact opposite. Anytime there's text on a screen, I intentionally don't read it. Because I, I wish hate I reading. could. Yeah. So. <laughs> if I could look away, it's like I can't help but like read it and then I read ahead and see what they're gonna say and like and then I get bored and I'm like, come on, we get it, you're surprised. Oh. You know? <laughs> That's an interesting um, perspective. There's been a few cases in like the first I'm probably like maybe fifteen hours or so where there's characters who are really muffled or hard to understand where I was like, oh, I wish I had subtitles on to understand them, but uh, for the most part it's much better with subtitles off, I think. Hmm. Right. Um also nice pro tip. I've uh, been playing a iOS game called You Must Build a Boat, which is uh, <laughs> like, it's really fun. It's a match three. It's like the kind of the spiritual successor to 10 million. I don't know if you guys played that one at all, but it's like mm. a match three slash infinite runner with upgrades. But this new one, they did like animation oh. and system. It's really fun. Uh, I just started playing it a few days ago, and it's like the addicting thing where you like lose your, you forget you're on the bus and lose which bus stop you're at and <laughs> have to like, get, like go back around kind of thing. Um, and then to mix it up a little bit, something that's like, tangentially a video game uh at the office we got the walking dead pinball machine a few months ago and oh. i've been playing a few games every day and i've gotten like super into pinball now and it's <laughs> that's pretty awesome. awesome yeah is it free yeah. Do you, you don't have to put a quarter yeah in no it's it's in free play yeah so oh, i usually awesome. play like three or four in a row like so i have the ones where it just drops straight through and i'm like ah no gotta play again, <laughs> play again. one more <laughs> That's oh awesome. man, that's awesome. Yeah, when we were in Vegas last, we went to the what is it, the Hall Pinball Hall of Fame. Oh yeah. I've and heard it's rumors awesome. of that place. Yeah, it's they have just like hundreds of pinball machines in there and uh you know, some from like the fifties and sixties, although which are very terribly designed, but they're really cool looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like you play it and just the ball goes right down the middle every time. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, some of them like from the heyday of of pinball, like my heyday of pinball, like Terminator Two and like the, Oh man. What um the Twilight Zone, um, yeah, when I was really, family. I loved the, the Star Adam's Trek, the next one, generation yeah. one. Oh yeah. Oh yes. yeah. The Lord of the Rings one, I actually remember playing a lot cause it was at like my local bar when a few years ago and you'd have to like hit the ball through the, through like the Domodur, like the eye of Domodur, <laughs> everything in the end. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Domodur or whatever. Yeah, you know, Domodur. There you go. There we go. Oh man. We just went off the rails nerdy. Nerds. Aragorn. Gimli. What are you guys thinking about this new Xbox one I'm hearing about? Oh man. Well, I'm going to buy it, but I'm going to wait until, I don't know, wait until it seems like the right time. I was like... They have like Super. a headphone jack, but what else is really new? Like I know it's the new S hard drive. I just like hard drive. commitment. I'm gonna buy it, but like not now. <laughs> well, you know it's funny when I worked on the Halo ad. Uh, shameless self plug. When I worked on the Halo ad, I was like I wanted to buy it that weekend, um, mm. but like I knew that there was going to be a new version. Um, and now like it's been some time and. You know, I'll get one eventually. There's no real. Yeah, rush. you were all hot under the collar for that Halo, and then. Yeah. But this seems pretty cool. A terabyte hard drive, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the new controller. It's a matte um, finish instead of, like, shiny. So I saw one uh, one little blurb about being able to get this new version 
for three ninety nine with the Master Chief Collection mm-hmm. and yep. fifty dollar voucher, Microsoft voucher. So yeah, so hopefully um, that sticks around because yeah, that's a I would pretty love sweet that deal. deal. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so that sounds pretty sweet. And then did you guys hear about uh, Mirror's Edge getting a? It's got a title. Yes. yes. Oh, Ca- I did not hear about that. Yeah. Catalyst. Yeah. And wow. It's it's about cattle. Yeah. Uh, oh, you, nice. And it's play as a cow. It's like a. I don't know. Parkour Par- cow. Parkour cow, yeah. Parkour, parkour <laughs> cow. What is the ist part of that cattle? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> um, I think it's someone who believes in cattle. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Catalyst. Personally, I don't believe in them. <laughs> parkour. And the cow goes, parkour, as you jump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> parkour. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not a sequel, they're saying. And I'm excited. I really liked the first Mirror's is it Edge. A re-ima- is, it, is it a reboot? <laughs> it's not a sequel, but it's still the same protagonist, though, right? So it's a, yeah, Could you imagine if it was a reboot a of a one-game se- one, uh, series? <laughs> it might be a reboot. Oh, no. Or a prequel. I don't or, know. Yeah, I my money's on prequel right now. Okay, that makes a little more sense. <laughs> and then uh, we had our first look at the new Ratchet and Clank game. Oh yeah, you guys seen the trailer? So Man, it looks, it really looks like a Pixar movie. Yeah, yeah, it seriously does. I was joking with Mike earlier. I was like, it looks like a Pixar movie. And I was like, well, maybe a DreamWorks movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looks like a Pixar movie like twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, it looks so good though. Yeah. Like, like yeah. in kind of the same way, um, I was playing the order 1886 and looking at everything like, Oh my gosh, this is, I can't believe games look this good. Mm -hmm. I was, I was watching this trailer and, and the gameplay footage, um, and just being like, I can't believe games look this good, like in the cartoony (laughs) spectrum. Um, so yeah, so good. So that's that's pretty sweet. It's interesting because I've heard that the game is based on the movie. So there's a ratchet and click movie coming out. Mm -hmm. And I, part of me just wonders why didn't they just go ahead and make the movie uh, to run in real time on the PS4. Wouldn't that be so <laughs> that cool? That would be, like, yeah, ridiculous. Like, you could just move the camera around while the action's happening. That'd be really... I think that'd be really cool. That would be really interesting. Or you could, you know, you could turn on auto camera mode where you could just sit and watch it. Or you could, like, go into every scene and look around and... I don't know. I This is just... I, I'm sure the reason is because more people can watch it when it's a movie and not a PS4 exclusive, so... That's yeah. Sad. That's yeah, I know. Why. I know my kids are excited for it because they played some of the Ratchet and Clank games on PS3, and mm-hmm. I showed them the trailer, and they're like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, and this is like what this is. I think the teaser trailer like a year ago or whatever. So they're, uh, but they're pretty excited. Cool. Yeah, um, I'm excited too. What do you guys think of this Fallout Four business? What's uh, well, have, heard, have you heard of this game? Yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. I've never <laughs> yes. played a Fallout game though, but <laughs> I so am weird. super. How, I know it's weird. I, I yeah. told you, Mike, when we were tweeting about this. I, I know. know it's weird. I I'm made still some not, bad I'm decisions. I'm not over it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I admit that I made some bad decisions, and I have repented for them. Yeah, there you go. And uh, I'm really excited to play Fallout Four because, oh man, that trailer was so good. Yeah. yeah. And it, yeah. I mean, it looked real time. It looked in engine. I'm glad they didn't in try engine, to pull any, but maybe not any fast game, ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, the, I mean, obviously, the game probably can look like that. It doesn't. They didn't. Didn't look like they were. You know, they weren't kills. A, uh, they weren't kill zoning us. Yeah, they weren't kill zoning <laughs> us. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah. I mean, that I I know that's going to be a huge deal. I'm wondering. Do you guys think it's going to come out this year? Yeah. yeah actually, definitely. I hear the rumors. The rumors are saying. It's like almost done. That's the rumors. Hmm. So uh, that, I think we'll yeah. see more of it. More of it at E3, though. I think there'll be at least a well, live that's the thing is demo. Like, as much as I want to just sit here and like gab about Fallout Four, that conference is on Sunday night, 
So, yeah. <laughs> so by the time this podcast comes out on Monday, like everyone's oh, going to know all, that, all those details. Yeah, it's this Sunday. Oh, yeah. oh so guys, we're time traveling a little bit. You yeah, have yeah. already watched the so conference. How about that, that conference? How? Huh? Oh, oh my god, god. Man, that conference guys, was so good. Can you good. believe it's a Wii U exclusive? I didn't. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> didn't see that coming. <laughs> Did not. <laughs> Apparently, they only want to sell like a couple copies of that. <laughs> but you can and touch then, the screen, though. <laughs> speaking of the, really quickly, speaking of Wii U exclusives, um, Zombie U was a Wii U exclusive. Um, mm-hmm. That was actually really good. I own it, and I played you know a little bit of it at least. Um, it's just hard because <laughs> I just have to dust off my Wii U every time. But um, uh, it, it was really good, and there's rumors that they're porting that game to PS4 and Xbox One now uh, because oh, cool. it, it did not sell at all almost on the Wii U. Can it still be called Zombie U? Is it got to be like Zombie Xbox One? Yeah, I have One no. They'll probably give it a new name. <laughs> probably most people have no idea. It's a game that came out like two years ago, but <laughs> I've never I think it's a good idea because it was good. It was a good game. I did not play, but I will probably play it on PS4. <laughs> for that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then speaking of games that uh, have so- have sold well, you see what I did there with the segue? Mm-hmm. Well done. Yeah, Class The Witcher, perfect. The Witcher Three <laughs> yeah. has sold oh, yeah. four million copies in two weeks. That's pretty. That nuts. makes me so happy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That and that's a studio that I mean, they're they're big as far as Poland studios, <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> like they're I mean you know this is the first game that they've had like a mega hit with mm-hmm. you know like The Witcher Two did pretty well. The Witcher, the initial, the original Witcher, you know, was quite a bit smaller. I think it was just on PC. Um, and then, yeah, so this game is just like massive juggernaut for them. Mm-hmm. And that makes me very excited for their future projects, with their, which they're not going to talk about for a yeah. while. But, <laughs> yeah, of course. You mean Witcher 4? <laughs> the Witcher 4. The uh, Wilder Even Hunt. Wilder Hunt. <laughs> I wonder, you know, they... <laughs> even <Hunt> Wilder. Wilder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet you they they're almost to the point where they could maybe form a second team and I think they oh. do have two teams. Oh, they do. Okay. I think. Cuz it'd be really cool to see more stuff coming that. from those guys. <laughs> well, we're going to get uh Cyberpunk. Yes. That's going to be that? real good. Oh, that's another yeah, game they've announced? They're doing Cyberpunk, yeah. Oh. I hope they do it really really well. Just like like you know my dream game, the big fat open world future city with the flying cars and the yeah. and mm. the, the cyber stuff and the the guys and stuff. Yeah, I bet I bet a yeah, <laughs> I bet a very detailed sounds great. <laughs> uh, I bet like a Grand Theft Auto style but maybe a little bit more serious and realistic for a mm. future. That would be all that would be really yeah. cool. Flying cars. I would hope like Deus Ex would be like that. I'm with you. We've had some tweets. We've had some tweets. My readiness is palpable. I don't know exactly what that means, but I just said it. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mr. Biggerstaff writes in, and this is on the Last Guardian E3 rumor. Oh, man. Have you guys heard a li- little about that? I just this read kind something of a today. Yeah, just a that, little bit. That, uh, yeah. Someone be... is working on it. Who is it working on okay, it? Okay, yeah. You know? So um, yeah. Mr. Stuart Gilray from Just Add Water. This is the studio that helped develop the Abe's Odyssey remake uh, for right, PS4 right. and Xbox One. In PC, I believe. Um, yeah, he said this on the PS Nation podcast. Um, I'm led to believe that his team, meaning Cerny's team, is now running Last Guardian to finish. Wow. So, yeah, I'm I'm curious what that means. Like, um, Team Eco not working on it? Or if they are they just kind of supervising to get this thing cranked out and finished? Yeah, I don't... Um, all I... Okay, so first of all, what... Come on, Japanese companies. 
stop messing with us. Just tell us what's happening because <laughs> I don't know. This secrecy is so strange to me. Like, just tell us what's going on. Stop toying with our emotions. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, Russell, Russell here, Mr. Biggestaff, he says, um, has it really been since 2009? Anyone else still interested? I sure oh, am. Oh my goodness. I can't yeah. get, I mean, I'll wake up one day just randomly remembering how awesome that trailer was you know wake up in a cold sweat thinking about the bird dog (laughs) well i don't know about that (laughs) i feel like maybe i'm the last man on earth who just doesn't care about this game anymore (laughs) i i've held on i've held on hope because like now the rumor is uh that we're gonna see it at e3 finally that would be um, amazing. So, yeah, I will. Every I will. year I've hoped to see it. I know. Three. It's like every single year I'm like, maybe this is the year we see Last Guardian. <laughs> Surely <laughs> they can't uh, hold it back from us much longer, you know? Especially when there's rumors about it. <laughs> it's just going to be one of those, it's, to me, it's just one of those games. It's been developed for so long and, and people have held on to this hope for so long. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine it lives up to anybody's expectations. I mean, it probably just comes out and be like, yeah, I guess it's okay. It was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that is the yeah, that that's is a problem with expectations. For a sure. Ten-year that, yeah. development cycle, and it's just like, yeah, it's fine. Exactly. Like, just as, as good as Ico or Shadow of the Colossus, though, that would still be pretty good. You know? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, depending, I, I I went back and I played the HD remaster of those games, and it was it was good. But I was like, man, this this is dated. Like this. Right. Oh yeah. yeah, the gameplay is, to me. has you know has been has aged a bit, you know, yeah. but uh, those games are still really special. The only thing mm. that felt dated to me on Ico was the saving mechanic. That was it. Oh, yeah. Everything yeah. else yeah, felt the, pretty good to me. The couch. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, yeah. You gotta sit down on the, the stone couch. love seat. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a, maybe a topic that you had had before, but for me with a game like, um, like this, I, uh, I know I'm going to buy it when it comes out, so I just stopped paying attention to any news about it. So it's like, oh, it's delayed. Oh, it's like not at the E3. And like, okay, whatever. I don't pay attention because I know when it comes out, I'm going to buy it. So I just right. kind of like, I don't pay attention. Like with like the Batman coming out, it's like, oh, that's coming out like in two weeks or a week and a half. Like, yeah, that's yeah. cool. I don't, I'm not paying attention to any of the stuff because I know I'm going to play it. And I don't want to yeah. be spoiled with all the stuff mm-hmm. yeah. coming before. I know I've I've gone on blackout for Batman too because it's like uh, you don't need to sell me anymore. I already know Rocksteady. I already yeah. know I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> Not um, me. I've watched literally every single video they've released. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So next Twitter question. Uh, this comes from Eric from the Crazy Eric? Nerdy Gaming YouTube oh, channel. Right here. This oh, is different, different Eric. Different this Eric. Is crazy Nerdy is, Gaming YouTube. Yeah. I'm yes. saying Eric. This is Crazy Eric. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Crazy Nerdy Eric. Oh, yeah. That's oh, right. so, yeah. so crazy totally different from Eric. Crazy yeah. Eric. <laughs> he says, yeah. uh, what's the best game you played on the NES or the best game you ever played when you were a kid? That's, that's easy you know. for me. Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good for for NES, that's the, yeah, that was like the quintessential best one. I probably played that one the most. Yeah. That's definitely the one I played the most. I think I like I was actually looking to try to find or to think about it. I wanted to be something that's not like obviously Metroid or Super mm-hmm. Mario Bros. three. And I'd say like Kirby's Adventure was a really really solid good game, and it kind of established Kirby's whole mythos. Because before on the Game Boy game, he would inhale and exhale, and that was it. He didn't have a yeah, swallowing, taking over skills. Oh. But he, and that Kirby was the first one, and it was the first game in I think that he was actually pink. Because in the Game Boy one, he was oh, white. Right. Yeah, but we knew he was pink because of the box well, no, art. on the box art on the Game Boy game, he was white. Oh Wait, are gosh. you serious? Yeah, yeah. I'm looking this up because I don't believe you. I had it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like with Game Boy Color, he turned pink, but he was definitely white on the box art of the first Game Boy game. Uh, I'm oh looking it up. Huh. I'm Do looking you think it up. Nintendo? Kirby's Dreamland. Kirby's Dreamland. 
You think Nintendo is aware of this continuity error? You are <laughs> totally right, Eric. Yeah, he oh was white. Gosh. Why does it go? Why does it yeah. gotta be white? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mike? Uh, on the NES, uh, probably the first Castlevania, which oh, is not even one. the best Castlevania. Three is probably the best one on NES, but I don't know. That's that's a very nostalgic game for me. That was like my favorite NES game when I was a kid. Yeah, this one was tough for me because like I, I played a ton of uh, Ninja Gaiden. Um, a ton of uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, but if I had to pick like my favorite of that generation, it would have to be Super Mario Two. Yeah, oh, I just game. I loved that game so much, and and I think because it was so weird and so different than the first Mario Brothers uh, that was released out here anyway. Um, but yeah, Super Mario Two is so good. Yeah, it's a good game. I actually never owned that one, but I did really like it. So I just didn't have a whole lot of money. <laughs> I was a kid after all. <laughs> Get a job. Yeah. <laughs> and Mr. E. Waka Flocka Flame, Esquire, um, <laughs> he writes in, um, thoughts on the E3 lineup this year. So what are you guys thinking? What what, what are you excited for with, that they're showing? That You know, the confirmed stuff anyway. The confirmed, well, I, I think I've already said Fallout 4. I'm pretty, I, I hope we get to see a little bit more of that because it looks I'm pretty sure. Sweet. I'm sure yeah. we will. It's That one's confirmed. Um, that new VR game, Adrift. Uh, looks really cool. I'm excited mm. to see that. Um, let's see what else. I know we're going to see some Battleborn, which so I'm kind of oh, yeah. curious about that. Yeah, we'll I'm definitely curious, be seeing, but a little bit uh, nervous about that one. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on it's that one. Gearbox, and I really enjoy Borderlands. Like I love Borderlands, so I'm ho- having high hopes, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really curious to see what Doom Four turns out to be like. Yeah, you know, that little like yeah, one second true. clip. Like I'm already excited about that. <laughs> yeah, I hope like, the gameplay is much faster. Uh, when I played Doom Three, I was like, "Man, this is really pretty," but like, I'm bored. Like with how yeah, I'm the how same slow way. this game is. Yeah, yeah. Really so hmm. um, um, which is which is weird because that's not where like the Doom roots are at. Like you played the, yeah. the first Doom, like it's super fast and arcadey. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I mean, and, and no doubt we're gonna see Halo Five. We're gonna see Gears. We're gonna see Tomb Raider. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> yeah. see Tomb Raider. I Rise. think uh, Black Ops Three. Um, what else? What else? Oh, Mario Maker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. On the Wii U. Um, there's talk of Mass Effect 4, although that one's not confirmed. That would be kind of a megaton if uh, yeah. Bioware announced something like that. Cause, well, it's, it's well, in they, the works. You know it. it is. Yeah, it's yeah. happening. It, they might well, I mean, not if show they show it. But, let's put it that way. Because right. they, they just I, released Dragon Age, so how yeah. could they possibly have I, it Yeah, ready? I can't imagine. That's the thing is, is I can't imagine it's far enough along. And one of the things I'm really tired of at E3 is like announcing things or here's like, check out this cool video from uh, mass effect four. <laughs> yeah. That game will be out in three more years. Yeah. It's like completely a blur <laughs> the animated, logo, like the it's, lock up it's animated like... by the blur studio and it's just completely CG. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They did I'm, that for course, mass effect three actually. Oh yeah. Mm. Of course. Uh, I'm really excited to see uncharted four. Oh yeah. Um, Star Fox for Wii U. Oh, I hope so. Fingers oh, crossed. Yeah. But that's not going to be E3 either, though. That's just going to well, be a Nintendo's conference, right? Yeah, do, that'll be the Nintendo like Direct. Yeah. But it happens usually right around the same time. Um, yeah. And then I think the other one, there's rumors that we'll we'll see some more Persona 5 and some more uh, Star Wars mm-hmm. oh, yes. Battlefront. Yeah, also, oh, they'll definitely be Battlefront. Star Wars 2, Visceral Star, War, Star Wars games, oh, supposedly, yes. with Amy uh, Hennig as the current director. Yeah, that yeah, I'm excited really to cool. see that. And that's supposedly going to be there. I'm excited um, for Kingdom Hearts 3, obviously. Oh, yeah. Like, I want to see some more of that. Guitar uh, Hero Live. I'm curious to see what's yes. going on there. <laughs> and there's so many. This E3 is going to be pretty huge. Yeah. Be nice. Did you guys I, see the Nintendo E3 rumor generator? 
No, I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, these are so good. Like, uh, so it just basically creates fake Nintendo. Like it creates a fake Nintendo leaked rundown of everything they're going to announce. Uh, and it like randomizes it. So every time you refresh it, it's new. So for example, I just, just loaded it up and it says, uh, some of the games that are going to be announced, the legend of Zelda liar of mountain. <laughs> Star Fox Venezuela Online, <laughs> Kirby Chemical Chalk. Oh, that I would man, play Kirby Chemical Chalk sounds pretty like edgy. Yeah. Mario <laughs> Pro <laughs> HD, <laughs> My Mario U. <laughs> that one's so good. Kirby, one more Chemical Chalk though. That's the one where he gets the really crippling drug addiction. It's like <laughs> Requiem for a Dream style. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and then then uh, obviously we'll see things. some The Legend of Zelda Round Basket. So. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Round basket. Also, like, I, it's been a while, but I'm really, really curious what Media Molecule has been up to for this, like, oh, this I know. silence period. I know, because we know about Tearaway, Tearaway Unfolded. Oh, yes. It looks so we, good, too. But we don't know, like, what else they're working on. I have a, a sneaking suspicion that they're doing Morpheus stuff. Oh, it's got to be Morpheus. It ha- Like, they always yeah. use the new technology to do crazy yeah. stuff. It's got to be something Morpheus. I, yeah. I'm hoping that it'll, they'll just, like, sell Morpheus to everybody and it will just work out well. I'd probably, yeah, I, we'll see. I hope Did we you see guys, more Morpheus at E3. I don't know yeah. how they'll show us. Oh, but it, supposedly, like, at least half of their booth is just, like, set up for Morpheus right now. Because it's oh, the last awesome. E3 before Morpheus is launched, allegedly. Yeah. And that's, so. that's smart, because it's, like, it's really hard to sell something like that without letting people put it on. Yeah, I, I, yeah, there true. was a, they had Morpheus at, at PlayStation Experience, but the line was like hours and hours long. And <laughs> yeah. I was only there the one day. And I was like, I'm not going to sit yeah. here half of my time and just to use that. Like, I'm sure it's cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm really interested in Morpheus actually a lot more than I thought I would ever be. Um, so I, I think I've gone on record. If it's like $200 or less, I'm in. Yeah. But, uh, uh, well, you know, we found out our, uh, our super guest friend from last episode, Gabe is going to be at E3 this year. Oh, that's right. So maybe that's we right. could ask him to try his darndest to uh, see a Morpheus and have yeah. him share his thoughts. I know. Breathe in all those strangers' boogers. <laughs> <laughs> Brave the boogers, Gabe. You can do it for us. Yeah, he actually asked me if I if I could go, if I wanted to go out there. Yeah, I them, saw but, that. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm not. It was, it was gut-wrenching to see your I response. I have to work. I know. I have to be pass. a grown-up and work. Yeah, you should come down. Oh, okay, yeah, so I'll swing down. <laughs> Just swing down. Uh, Eric's up in San Francisco, so it's a, it's yeah. what eh, eight nine hour drive. Isn't that That's Hyperloop not... done yet? I'll be on my bike, so it'll be like you know, like uh, five or six days. I think maybe. Down the five. five or six days. <laughs> You'll be able to catch the end of the conference. Get going. Yeah. I'll just sketch <laughs> off like a greyhound and I'll be there in no time. <laughs> yes, yes. And then our community question um, for this episode, I put it out there to the to the crew. Yeah, to our our faithful um, followers, to the crew out there, the crew. Um, the su- what would they be called? You know, we have super guest friends, super best friends. Maybe the SBF VGS crew, super the rest friends. <laughs> <Is this> the <laughs> crew? I was hoping for another play on best friend. Super the rest friends. I like the it. rest friends. <laughs> All right, so um, I put it out there. What arcade game has coaxed the most quarters out of your pockets? Um, we have Wesley who writes in definitely Galaga. He says, my dad and I always try to beat each other's scores whenever we see the arcade machine, which is pretty awesome. I love, I've pumped so many quarters into Galaga. Yeah, Galaga's solid. Um, Mike's wife, Megan, 
<laughs> she writes, the Lost World Jurassic Park has coaxed the most quarters out of Mike's pocket at her. Man, I don't even want to know how much money we spent on that game. I probably could have bought that cabinet by now. Oh, man. <laughs> and then Derek, uh, he wrote the Lost World Jurassic Park also. He said he spent $50 to beat it the first time at my 10th Whoa. birthday party. <laughs> Great gaming memory. I regret nothing. <laughs> $50, man. That is pretty. That's about right. That's, 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 yeah, about, that's about right. right. That's a tough game. Um, Mr. Ghosty one writes Space Harrier and Gauntlet, which are solid picks. Yeah, yeah. I had Space I Harrier Gauntlet. on the Master yeah, System. Yeah, Gauntlet. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh man, I played so much Gauntlet. Um, let me see. Our power, our pal Tom from the UK. He writes Time Crisis. Oh, oh man, yeah. Yeah. oh man, that's one that I still like. I'll still see that sometimes in yeah. in like restaurants and bars and stuff. I'm like, man, I gotta play it. It's still kicking. And like the, uh, the House of the Dead ones, too. I oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. And this just got even more insane where they had like Uzis and eventually like machine guns <laughs> and stuff. Or with like a little kickback in it, too. It was like, yeah, yeah. it was the best. <laughs> yeah, speaking of those, uh, Kimmy writes, definitely Terminator 2. It's oh, in every oh, movie yeah. theater. And once spotted, I'm <laughs> incapable of not playing it. <laughs> yeah. um, um, for me, it was uh, the Ninja Turtles, the first arcade game. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And too. But actually, there's a little bit of a twist, though, because I did play it a lot every time I saw it. But, Eric, remember, some, at some point in Nashville, we went to someone's birthday. It may have even been your birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the games were on free play. And yeah. do you remember this? Is this familiar to you? Well, I know. I remember I've done that before, but that was, like, when I lived in Texas. There might have been another place in Nashville we did it also. But I think yeah. that's where I played the most arcades, where that's where I actually beat, like, the Simpsons arcade uh-huh. and, yeah. like, the X-Men arcade. Like, those are the ones that I would never be able to beat as a kid because I had, like, a dollar to my name mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. couldn't get through those. But, yeah, I do remember that. That was where I played, like, most of them, I think. Yeah, it may have been, like, <sighs> Jonathan Melton's birthday party or something. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. There's, there's something just truly magical about free play arcade games yeah it's the best in <laughs> fact there's an oculus rift uh virtual arcade i may have talked about this on the last podcast but you can like put on your oculus rift and like walk around and all the cabinets are on free play and you actually install your own uh, uh arcade roms and like it places <laughs> them throughout this room that looks like an old like 80s room uh like arcade <laughs> room and you can like go up to each uh cabinet and play it and uh, <laughs> like I, I just that's that's the thing I want to play on my Oculus Rift because yeah. Oh, yeah, it will remind me if, of with the multiplayer free play too. Days. Like go down and slap down a quarter for Tekken or something. Well, there's no quarters; it's all free play. <laughs> yeah, but you know, a virtual quarter. Oh, a, oh okay, yes, <laughs> a Bitcoin, I guess you call them a Bitcoin. Oh, that's brilliant. You should uh, yeah. write into them. So I, I'm with you on Ninja Turtles. Um, the I think I spent like five dollars in the '80s. So in if you account for inflation, that's up over ten dollars now. Wow! So <laughs> to beat that, Mr. Moneybags uh, over yeah, here. that Ninja yeah. Turtles game, the original. <laughs> um, Solomon says the '90s X Men arcade game for sure. That game was so played fun. a lot of that. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikolai Wagner. Nikolai he writes, Wagner. Um, Turtles in Time. So that game was great. He was too. all up for the sequel. Yeah, yeah that was really an good. Awesome game. I was yeah. fascinated by there was uh, in the uh, like attract mode, which is what they call the mode that arcade machines would go through to try to get people to to come over to it. Oh, it's okay. attract mode was an entire song, and that like blew me away back in the you know early nineties, <laughs> like when games didn't have a whole lot of like talking. So this guy sings an entire song about pizza power. <laughs> it, it was great. I <laughs> love it. Ruben says it's for him. It was Narc and Rampage, and then he says, "Don't oh, make fun of me." 
<laughs> Rampage was so good. I remember yeah. playing the crap out of that game. Well, before we get into how good Narc and Rampage were, this is the segment of the show where we make fun of Ruben for liking those games. <laughs> <laughs> Rampage is <laughs> awesome. Oh, Ruben. Yeah, Ruben. Play Rampage. Rampage. Come on. <laughs> what kind of guy plays <laughs> Rampage? <laughs> um, what kind and, of man? <laughs> and uh, Ryan, um, good old Ryan Clark, he writes, this, he's right on the same page with us, X-Men, Ninja Turtles, and Simpsons. All beat-em-ups. Oh, All like the side-scrolling beat-em-ups. Those are the ones, man, back they in the day, because the they're yep. so much fun, and like the regular enemies are so easy, but then you get to the boss, and they and you just like plow through quarters, because they're just yeah. like completely unfair. <laughs> There's yeah. like no way you can dodge. Like, like that Mr. feeling, yeah, when you have like rock steady, and he's like blinking fast red, but you're like, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, who turned out the lights? And you're like, <laughs> yeah actually the x-men one i'm pretty sure there were some cabinets that existed that had that allowed for six players at the same time oh that's cool which oh. looked I, I don't think i ever got to experience it but when once i learned of their existence i would always like try to find them and i never really did but <laughs> it's crazy yeah yeah i played a lot of the beat-em-ups um personally the one i probably spent the most quarters in was uh marvel vs. capcom 2 Oh, oh yeah. I got real heavy into the fighting games around then. Did did you like compete like, you know, if there were like a group of people around the yeah. cabinet, oh, absolutely. would you like walk yeah. up and try Very to... competitive. That's and, what was uh, your tag team that you went with? It was not a good tag team. Um, <laughs> Cuz yeah, if you if you play that competitively like if you would just laugh at this team. Uh Magneto and Psylocke, which is actually a good competitive team. Uh but then Cammy, just because I like Cammy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, let me see. Uh, Jimbo, he says that Audible is offering the listeners of this here podcast a free Jim- audiobook of your <laughs> Jimbo choice. Jimbo says this? <laughs> and a free 30-day trial membership. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS and choose wow. from over 180,000 audio programs. Download oh. a title free and start listening. I'm just wow. so thankful that Jimbo is like pimping our Audible link. Jimbo, Jimbo. putting out the word. Jimbo also <laughs> recommends the Wheel of Time audiobooks. Oh, wow, um, Jimbo. Yeah. He's got really good taste. What's up? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should have Jimbo on the show sometime. <laughs> yeah, and you can check all of those out on Audible. There are 15 of them, so you probably need to sign up for longer than the 30 days to get them all. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah so um, go to audible.com. Subtle, Adam. That was really Yes, subtle. audibletrial.com <laughs> slash SBFVGS. That's audibletrial.com. Dot com slash sbfbgs <laughs> welcome All back right. to super best friends video game <laughs> 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 are you guys ready for topics yeah. yes let's do it who wants to go first i i like the idea of you going first adam Okay, I'm going to go first. My topic is the retirement home of 2060. Will we all still be playing video games when we're crazy old? And if so, what kind of games do you think you'll play as an old fart? Um, I'm curious if it'll be kind of like music where you keep loving the games of your youth past a certain age mm. while you look down on the garbage game the teenagers are playing these days <laughs> um so <laughs> that's kind of because you know they say like after a certain age you stop looking for new music and you're just like nah this stuff's not as good as all the stuff i already have <laughs> well, you know like what age is that supposed to be though because it's i'm getting pretty old like uh statistically you know it's not true for everybody but statistically it happens sometime in your 30s or 40s where you oh, stop okay caring so i still have time music. Mm-hmm. yeah okay 
But with Twitter, you know, here's really quick. This is just a little aside. With Twitter, I don't know if I'm ever going to stop hearing about new music. Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, Apple yeah, Music. Yeah, but at a, you may still hear about it. Maybe you just don't care. Yeah, well, just in your brain, there's a, there's a switch that flips from being interested to just instantly <laughs> angry. I sure hope that's, <laughs> I sure hope that doesn't happen. But yeah, so this is that's, younger me talking. So that's what I'm, I'm kind of just imagining myself in an old retirement home, and I'm still like, oh, I. I'll tell you what, son. Eco, that's a real video game. You know? <laughs> no school like the old school. <laughs> I used to be into it, but then they changed what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I I don't know. I can just totally see myself playing, like, I guess kind of more slower-paced games when I'm old. Like, I doubt I'm going to be sitting there playing, like, Twitch shooters. You know, Heroes like, of the Storm will be right out. I'm just not going to have the <laughs> yeah. reflexes. And yeah, all, online games will probably be really tough to play at that point, you know? Unless they come up, uh, you know, there's all kinds of things they could come up there's with. There's a lot of like, you know, there's like game preservation projects and stuff. And I feel like we'll be able to emulate a lot of these games. Um, but, you know. It, yeah, illegally, perhaps. Illegally. <laughs> no, just so. a bunch of law-breaking old timers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There's also the whole factor, though, that I think we're going to be moving away from uh, physical, tactical inputs and like screens. It's going to be uh, VR and like putting like a, a jack into your neck and learning kung fu and stuff. You won't have to. <laughs> As we've seen in the very scientific Matrix movies. Yeah, right? exactly. I saw that. It was yeah, it's very poignant. Yeah, it's yeah. back when we thought the Wachowskis were making smart movies. <laughs> Turns out know. they're just crazy. <laughs> But I think oh, like with know, like virtual reality and like kind of uh, just uh, being moving things with your mind and stuff, like games could become something completely different. Like there is no yeah. spoon. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, yeah. I mean, I can definitely see because I think I saw I saw a YouTube video of this uh, like eighty year old woman and her son had like a um, a DK two Oculus, you know, and and put it oh, on. Yeah, her I and, saw that. And she was like walking around in um, in like Italy or something. And just like mind blown, like, oh my goodness, you know, just <laughs> loving some VR. Like uh, she could just walk around and experience this other place. And like, mm-hmm. I, I can totally see myself getting into that kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So old. And your, when your topic like, actually your reminds me of a Futurama episode. Um, if you want to watch it on Netflix, it's season nine, episode 10. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, <laughs> called Near Death Wish. Um, <laughs> and basically, uh, Professor Farnsworth's parents uh are, ta- are they he finds out that they're now taking up residence on the near death star which is a <laughs> virtual retirement home when what the virtual means is they just basically put everyone in a like a vat that powers the place and they get hooked up to like the matrix basically um but their matrix is just an old person's home so it's kind of a waste of <laughs> vr um, sitting on the porch <laughs> <laughs> but uh but like you know th- that struck me as though, like a really good idea and i really hope that that is the case because uh, not not the uh, not the retirement home <laughs> vr you know world but the yeah. idea of like being hooked up to vr often when you're old and can't walk around anymore sounds uh yeah. Put your brain in a robot, singularity, oh, man. nerd rapture, and all that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I think what would be interesting is if, if what we find out is if games kind of take the movie route. Because I think a lot of us think in terms like, oh, they're going to make the games I even like when I'm an old man and I have to try to play these old games or this VR thing. But like, what if it goes the opposite way? What if like our acclaimed directors now become these like cherished directors of the future? Like Neil Druckmann becomes like our Scorsese. Mm-hmm. for video games huh. like he just keeps making games and as an old man he's just making awesome games still well i'm sure i'm sure something similar to that will happen but i don't think that 
maybe that person's currently making games, but I don't think we've hit that like Citizen Kane moment in games personally. Not yet. Not yet, Soon. but I think I think we'll get there. It's not yeah, the last of us. So. <laughs> it could be the last of us. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, that was my topic. That's uh, just interesting stuff for yeah, me. It's a, it's a good topic. I enjoyed it. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> uh, I think I'll go now. Um, and I just want to point out Bye. that this topic was super hard for me to think of for some reason. I just I I had like two days to think of a topic, and I it came right down to the wire. I'm pretty sure so. I was giving you topics left and right you could have used. <laughs> well, <laughs> I haven't seen Scrubs yet, Mike. I can't. I can't talk about whatever that guy's name is and his pecs or whatever that. I don't know. Oh, that's, no, no, that, that, oh, that, was, that, was that was a true story. story. Yeah, that was a true story. You Wait, can, that you was can a, share your true story, Mike. That that had nothing to do with the Scrubs. No, 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 no. Chad is just a beautiful man I met in Maui. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I legitimately met Chad on a boat, and he was like, yeah, he was like the epitome of man. <laughs> so much so Thank that you your much. father-in-law right he was uh just later in the <laughs> evening just like ah, yeah we're just sitting there just like ah, chad and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> just so jealous of his ripped body wow <laughs> like not not that you like you know not that you're gay or anything but you feel like you could maybe just bury yourself in his chest and live there forever <laughs> yeah yeah nothing weird about it no nah. i <laughs> All right. I thought that was like from Scrubs or something. No, that's, <laughs> no. that's just my true feelings about you. Do you think he's thinking about me? I, <laughs> I have no idea, Mike. I'm sure he <laughs> is. He's I hope so. <laughs> I feel like we shared a moment. <laughs> um, all right. Well, my topic is... Uh, <laughs> uh, so, you know, like, you know how most video games are designed to make you feel like a super... Pardon my French. A super B.A.? Oh, um, that is, is that French? I, I need know. you to calm down, David. Or you could possibly say <laughs> a, a bad off the rails. A. You could say a bad A. That might help you understand a little better mm. what I'm talking about. A bad, bad actor. Owls? Yeah, bad a bad owl. owls. That's perfect. A, Scott a bad Pilgrim. actor. Um, mm. But uh, so like they all have like huge epic moments that, you know, like a, a tower's crashing down around you and you're just like happening to just run through that like perfectly looking all around you while everything's collapsing around you. Um, or they might give you a set of like overpowered skills to fight evil in the world. So like, you know, you have this bazooka that can just magically reload itself every five seconds and you're just, you know, decimating every bad guy as he runs at you. You know, that's kind of normal, like in, especially modern video games, like they're just designed to make you feel like the coolest person that's ever existed. Yeah. Empowerment, uh, fantasy. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my question to you is like, what game has made you feel the most like a BA? Mm, like a <clears throat> bachelor of arts. Yes. Right. <laughs> I'm going to say it would have to, for me, it's gotta be nothing. Does it better? Uh, I think than either like Batman Arkham games. Yeah. I was going to say that. Or, or, you know, maybe another superhero game like infamous, because it's just like, you just have so many cool abilities. I, I think my my definitive answer would have to be the Batman though, because like, you know, their their whole tagline for the promotion is like be the Batman and everything. But mm-hmm. I really think they nail that feeling. Really like like you're you're just beating dudes up, then you zip up to the skies and you you float on your cape, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just like, come on, this is too awesome. Yeah, and the later yeah. games aren't so much like this, but the first one, Arkham Asylum, 
Batman takes up like three fourths of your view at all times. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, it just helps you, f- you know, get more into like, Oh, that guy's so cool. And I'm yeah. playing as him. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's a good answer. Um, I think, yeah, definitely infamous, uh, crackdown, I think was another one that had, that oh, I've heard, like, I've that heard about that. Game, yeah. Where it. you start being very kind of, you run along the ground, short little hops and you get more and more powers to the point where you're like leaping tall buildings and like punching cars into the air. And it's, <laughs> it's awesome. so much fun. But I think the ultimate example was for me at least is the end of Super Metroid oh. when you get the when the your little baby Metroid like sucks on mother brain and then gives you her power and then you get that <laughs> hyper beam which blasts through everything like you're fighting like tooth and nail against uh, mother brain and she's zapping you of all your energy and you're drained down to your last little bit and then the Metroid like powers you up and all of a sudden you shoot at Mother Brain's head and it knocks around the room like a ping pong ball because he's getting blasted to bits. <laughs> and she awesome. explodes and then you run out through the whole rest of the level and you can blast everything in one hit. It's like, <clears throat> and you're like, <laughs> like burning your way through. And that feeling when that happened and you didn't expect it, it was like, I am so amazing. It was like blasting through everything. It's so cool. That's awesome. Um, what about I- you, Miguel? Yeah, um, you guys kind of just stole my whole list. I, was <laughs> I had down Arkham Asylum or City, uh, Infamous, <laughs> Super Metro. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a shame. So, uh, yeah, I don't have an original thought in my head. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Except uh, the mine. About Chad. <laughs> <laughs> my answer is, uh, this is a little bit kind of interesting answer, I think. But it was the first one that came to me. It's also the first time I remember feeling like a Super BA in a game. Um, Killer Instinct. Uh, we played a lot of that in my bonus room in Tennessee. Oh yeah, uh, Ooh, on the Super yeah. Nintendo. And um, there's just the combos in that game. Like if you just memorized a few button presses, you could just combo forever. And like I, I have this thing where I get good at games really fast, but then I never get any better. So like right <laughs> when we first rented that game, I remember winning a lot and being like. <laughs> How am I doing it? <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. It was like the accidental humble brag. And yeah, exactly. The most frustrating thing ever. <laughs> I apologize for that. I didn't mean to do that, but uh, I just was feeling so great. Like I was destroying my friends at this game. <laughs> um, but they quickly passed and you guys won all the time and I didn't yeah. like it anymore. <laughs> um, but an honorable mention now, and this is a current game. Uh, is Heroes of the Storm. Mm. Um, they, I've never they, heard of this one. <laughs> I don't talk about it ever, really, but um, they, they've actually talked about like how they've designed the game to make you feel like you're the most powerful person on the team, even if you're not necessarily. Like mm. They have like little tricks, like one example is your volume is 50% higher than anyone else's in the game. So like just everything you're doing sounds like it's making such more of an impact, you know, that's interesting. Yeah. And so I, I feel like they really nail it. Like, even though the game is actually pretty balanced as far as heroes go, um, it, it they really does feel like sometimes you're the one that's like changing the tide of battle and stuff. So that's cool. Mm. So that's pretty, pretty awesome. Blizzard knows what's up. They design good really games. Yeah. <laughs> they do. Good. And so who wants to go next? Cause Eric, you've, you've come packing this episode oh, yeah, yeah usually our super guest friends don't have a topic but you just well like- and and let's make a distinction eric is not a super guest friend oh he's not <laughs> he's an og super best friend he's been <laughs> grandfathered in oh yeah he's grandfathered okay. in because so he was part bike. of 10 or more old school video game sleepovers <laughs> that's, so that's he, true that's the rule I yeah, do, okay. yeah i do have that patch so i'm like so eric do you want to go yeah. Okay. So um, I've heard, listened to the podcast, and heard you talk about oh, uh, 
<laughs> the uh, the Wolf Among Us, and it made me realize like it's just like a genre. The whole I, mean, I think just the whole Telltale games in general. I just never have been able to get into. I not really tried too much because I feel like I wouldn't really enjoy it. But I would just be curious to hear why I should like it because I feel like I'm missing out. I like Game of Thrones, but I have no interest in picking up the Game of Thrones game. Hmm. Um, Do you yeah. like things that are awesome? Because I feel like that's kind <laughs> yeah. of uh, important. I go back and forth on that. Because okay. <laughs> uh, my also my experience was I played uh, the first um, chapter of The Walking Dead on my iPad and was bored so much. Like you walk around so slowly and have to find things to click on and then like have these really slow conversations and it's like, oh my that, god, that episode zombie apocalypse really is slow. so boring. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, and that's something that Telltale kind of does because I, I don't know if it's to do with their engine and the way it's sitting there calculating all the possible outcomes. But like, there are some really long gaps in between dialogue lines sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like for me, you know, and I know what you're getting at, like kind of that, um, that franchise just that kind of eludes you, even though everyone seems to love it. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, but yeah, this, that particular one, you know, I just played it. Um, for me, it was, you know, the writing, and the art style, like I didn't really get into it last episode, but the art style in that game is so awesome. It's just, it, there's so many scenes that look like you're just staring at a moving page from a comic book. It just looks mm. so great. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, just it's, it's that thing of that, you know, are you going to like a choose your own adventure? Cause that's essentially what it is. It's, yeah, it's, it's true. choose your own mm. adventure for grownups, you know? And, um, <laughs> And, but, you know, Telltale, they're all about story though. So that's, that's the kind of thing, like if you, if you can get past some, like some of these slower parts, there are moments in the game that are a lot more fast paced or, you know, have a lot more action going on. But, um, yeah, the Wolf Among Us, I, I definitely recommend. Did you play any of that at all or no? No, I didn't touch it at all. Like it basically like tried the walking dead didn't like it, and then just, like, stopped paying attention to the Telltale game. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe maybe it's just not for you. Maybe it's a genre that's just not I, uh, up your alley. I mm. would recommend trying uh, Wolf Monks Episode 1, usually because mm. you can track that down for free. I want to say it was free on iOS for a long time. It might still be for all I know. Mm. But that one starts out a lot faster paced than Walking Dead. Like that, that looks, yeah. Yeah, that first episode's gotten, you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That looks more interesting to me than the Walking Dead one, I think. And I think part of it too is I just do not like playing uh games besides puzzle games on iOS. It just it's the touch controls just do not mm. sit well with me. I don't enjoy yeah. it. Well, well you know, the game is available on, on other or, platforms. Yeah, I think <laughs> maybe picking it up on PC or trying it. Is it on PS4? Maybe trying yeah. like yeah. yeah, the first one. I think that might be a better yeah, just just watch for a PS Plus sale because the, right. sometimes you can get it for like 8 bucks the whole or, season, you know. There's a little something happening tomorrow, or I guess oh, yeah. four days ago, called the Steam Summer Sale. Steam Sale. sale Steam oh, Summer Sale. Yeah. yeah. You, I, you there's going to be all kinds of games on there. I'm going to buy them, sure. Yeah. <laughs> My wallet is not ready. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> but uh, you'll notice that I've been quiet during this topic, and the reason for that is I've only really played one Telltale game, and I haven't even beaten that one. Uh, mm. And that's The Walking Dead. And I enjoyed it, but I lost my save, which I've said many times. Yeah. Uh, however, <laughs> The so Wolf sad. Among Us does not look interesting to me at all. What? Um, I think I've just been burned by all the different, like, hey, we're going to take fantasy and we're going to just kind of put our own <laughs> twist on it. <laughs> no, and maybe yeah, make that, it a little it sexy, been, too. It has you know? been kind of done to death lately, like yeah. TV series and movies and yeah. everything else. Like, But, you know, all that said, you know, the Wolf Among Us, I think, is really 
really good. So yeah, and, cool. and, I, and I'm with Eric too. Also, where it's kind of hard for a Telltale game to suck me in because, and this is this is probably you know my own fault. Like I bring a lot of like uh, baggage to the to games like that because you know I work frequently in animation and, uh, and you know sometimes I even work in storytelling. And their storytelling is really good, but um, yeah. Sometimes their animation is actually kind of bad. Yeah. And, and yeah. that really bugs me. Yeah, their me. engine has problems, for sure. It's, yeah. well, the it's not too, just their like, engine, it's their yeah. animators, too. And I hate to talk trash, because I'm sure they work <laughs> really hard on it. But but they put them, pump them out so fast, they don't have time to polish yeah. so much. Yeah, they I do think that's the issue. Really um, and, they, and they are, you know, they run on everything, right? They're, they're yeah. on phones, Android, iOS, they're on PC, they're on every console, they're on Vita. You know, it's like, it's, uh, I mean, it's kind of crazy to think of all the the cranking out that they do over there. <laughs> yeah. but uh, uh and but a lot yeah. of times like the quality of the and this is getting real inside baseball but the quality of animation reminds me of um um previs animation which is like the kind of animation mm. you do just to kind of roughly block out <laughs> scenes before yeah. you go and make the real version so and i think here's here's the key i think for telltale games um that nothing i mean very few other games really capture this feeling and it's that um putting you in the hot seat to make a really difficult choice and so that's i don't know for some reason that i really love that like especially in the walking dead universe like to make those really tough walking dead choices and like um like i talked about it a little bit like i actually i played the wolf among us less like according to the rules like sometimes i was nice and sometimes i just did whatever i wanted and like mm-hmm. uh, i wasn't you're not worried about like you know, rogue or paragon points, you know, you're just like, you just can play it and see what happens, you know, it's just, um, mm. you replay scenes and play and pick different choices and see how that plays out and stuff. So mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a lot there. Um, with some yeah. good replayability too. And to be fair, I mean, cool. I did get more than halfway through the last of us, not the last of us. I always do that. The walking <laughs> dead. Uh, <laughs> I got half, one. I got more than halfway through it. And like, you do start to like, at least for me, I, I started to like, forget about, some of the technical and maybe even, um, you know, skill-based stuff in regard to the creation of the game and, and mm-hmm. did just start getting sucked in and, like, not noticing anymore. Uh, even to the point where one time I, I showed one of my roommates this game. I'm like, oh, this game is so great, isn't it? And he looked at it and he was like, man, it, the animation is terrible. And it, just, <laughs> it looks kind of dumb. <laughs> so Yeah, it's all about the characters, all about the story. Like, yeah, exactly. and, they, and they're really good at throwing these really hard to get along with characters in your face and like mm-hmm. see how you'll deal with them. Like, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have any others that like other franchises that, you know, are praised, but you just never got into? I'm sure I do. I have to think about that for a second. I mean, I like will fall out right? also, for, for, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. True. <laughs> there's a really good example. I know now that the fallout games are really good. Um, mm. I own three on my PC, but like, I just can't bring myself to start it. Um, mm. the game's older than Skyrim and Skyrim's pretty old. So it is reminiscent know. of Skyrim though, in the way that it's like a big open world. Where yeah. You stumble that's what across I hear. Things run into things, but it's in like the post-apocalyptic, like nuclear fallout. Yeah. Era. Um, I don't know. It suck as nuclear. Um, I just, I don't know. I think I'm going to start with fallout four. If I love it, then maybe I'll try and go back to three. I doubt yeah. I'll go further than three. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I just New had Vegas. the wrong for fallout. At least I just had the wrong impression of the game. I'll tell you what my impression was. I thought <laughs> when I saw fallout three, uh, even though there was a three after it, um, I looked at it and I was like, huh, this game just kind of wishes it was Bioshock, doesn't it? 
<laughs> even though Bioshock is a much like newer franchise than than that is, and uh, yeah, it's a totally different kind of game. You know, yeah, and it's, like it's very yeah. different it's very and all linear. that stuff. Yeah. But uh, so I just made this horrible assumption that all oh, these guys just wish they were making Bioshock too. So um, <laughs> oh, even though is it, is it just because of like the music and like some of that, that yeah retro that imagery? aesthetic that yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it looked like that, yeah. the guy that's on Pip Boy looks a lot like um like a, a plasmid ad or something yeah oh, yeah. yeah exactly and yeah. so I was just like yeah they're just ripping them off and, <laughs> yeah it was a horrible horrible misconception on my part so. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I, I can't think. I mean, I, I really haven't played many Fallout. I mean, I played Fallout 3 a little, uh, really liked what I played, and then and I stopped after like six hours because I was like, I'm going to lose my life and my marriage will end. <laughs> um, so I just like, I just gave it back to Mike, and I was like, thank you for letting me borrow it. I liked what I played a lot, and now I'm done. I'm going to play other things. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, there are definitely franchises out there that, you know, are critically lauded and everyone seems to love. And I just have, for whatever reason, I just never gotten into them. Like, um, I, I'm thinking of Metroid. I really have not given Metroid mm. the, the playtime that it probably deserves. Um, I like Super Metroid. I didn't fall in love with it like everyone else. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe because I played it so much later in life. Um, and I, I played like Metroid Prime on the Wii, I think, and had a good time with it. But, you know... Again, I just never, maybe I just haven't, um, I don't know, just never, mm. didn't play, it's, it's like ships that pass in the night, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man? Metroid's a weird one too, though, because I feel like for me, I Metroid would probably be like my favorite franchise, but at the same time, I never really got into the Prime series as much. Like, the yeah, first person either. thing didn't really mm-hmm. do it for me. The Game Boy ones that came out, like the Fusion and then uh, Zero Mission, like those were awesome. I loved like the 2D ones. Mm-hmm. I didn't even touch Other M because I yeah, just don't. like stayed away. Yeah, um, I heard that was really bad. It was yeah. terrible. I got it for Christmas one year. I played it for like an hour, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm never playing it again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have the same with the Metroid Prime series. And you know, it's funny, the, one of the things that threw me off of that game was, uh, or, or yeah, turned me off of that game, was um, they got the little Metroid theme wrong, like the... Like, they got the notes wrong, and I was like, you can't even get that right? Come on, guys. They botched it. But, uh, Retro, what are you doing? <laughs> but I, I will say I bought the the Metroid Prime trilogy on the Wii when it came out because mm-hmm. um, I also didn't like the aiming scheme in the game. Mm. Um, and I will say playing that game with a Wii, uh, a Wii remote and you know nunchuck is actually really fun. Like, yeah, I, mm. I remember when I, I was I first started working with you, Mike, and I came into work and I was talking about how much I liked the the Wii for a first person shooter, and you guys yeah. looked at me like I was crazy person. <laughs> but, it, but yeah. yeah, it was because of it was because of Metroid Prime Three, was it? Yeah, um, and then they yeah. released the the collection, which I actually own. But yeah, like by that I point, really I had liked tons of HD games. So. Yeah, because just I don't know, there was something just really natural about aiming that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, so I really liked it. Mm. But um, but yeah, Michael, mm. yes, Miguel, your topic, good sir. Okay, I'm making this quick one because I'm running out of time here. Oh, it's getting late. It's late where I am. Hey, oh, you know what? It's one twenty-five a.m. where I am. So, <laughs> so do you guys pre-order games? Is that a thing you do? Heck not. Um, I usually am hard and fast against pre-ordering. Okay. Um, now, like, I did admit that recently I pre-ordered Destiny. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, there was no real reason why I was just like excited. I was like, it's going to be good. I'll just, I'll just pay for it now. And then I'll, I'll ask questions later. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, little did you know, little did I know <laughs> that it was a seven out of 10. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that kind of leading. I, I'm just kind of curious if you guys like are in the habit of pre-ordering games. I'm definitely not, but. Is there any particular reason? It sounds like overall, like you guys probably don't pre-order very much. Yeah. Well, the last game or the last thing I pre-ordered is not even actually a game was the PS4 uh, because I knew that those would be in short supply. And I also knew I wanted one day one. Yeah. yeah. I pre-ordered a PS4. Yeah, and, I th- but the- and I think hardware is like, like a different story. Like, cause yeah, cause they can be yeah. sold out and you can not get that. But when but games the problem, are available digitally, like eh. the problem with yeah. my pre-order though, is that I lived in Las Vegas when I pre-ordered the PS4 <laughs> oh, no. and by the time the PS4 came out, I lived in New York City, and oh, no. I tried several times to like, you know, transfer my pre-order. And everyone I ever talked to was always like, "No, we can't do that. No, we don't do that. You're going to have to go to Vegas to pick it up." And blah 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 <laughs> blah. So ridiculous. I just kept, I just held on to this pre-order for like maybe a week after launch. Still had no idea what to do with it. And then finally, my brother was like, I was down in uh, North Carolina, and my brother. Uh, was like, oh hey, I know a, I know a guy that's a manager at a GameStop, and he he says he can help you out. So I was out, finally able to get someone to help me get my PS4. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and so anyway, that yeah. that was like kind of like I'm like I'm not, I'm never even pre-ordering a system anymore. <laughs> yeah, and I know I know we had talked about this a little, Mike, because you basically you know because. The Arkham Knight pre-order oh, madness is, is kind of oh, what's, yeah. what's so, spawning this. Yeah, yeah, what kind of like spawned this yeah. question for me was like watching the Arkham Knight pre-order thing kind of unfold. Mm. And basically at this point, they've just convinced me not to buy the game. Because, yeah. at least not right now. Because I can feel that. anyone who buys day one is getting the worst version of Arkham Knight. Because wow. yeah. depending yeah. on where you pre-order from or didn't pre-order, there's content that you're just cut out of. Even and if you buy, like, the $100 version. You like, buy the $100 version, wow. the season pass, there is no way to get all of the content for this game anymore. Yeah, so, I, I actually even wrote down some of the stuff because it was so ridiculous, so I wanted to point this out. Like, if you order from Best Buy, you get an explosive gel takedown, aerial juggle, uh, which strike an enemy in midair, or batterings while gliding. These are just really, like, moves. They're, like, yeah, locking you yeah. out of actual things. Like, press X, no, you can't because you went to GameStop. Like, you can't do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's so ridiculous. Like that is just, in, yeah, in, insultingly bad. If it's something like cosmetic, like you get the, you know, the something Batman skin, I can see. But it's like real, literally, like you can't do this move right now because you bought it from a different retailer. It's just, yeah, or uh, one of the one of the pre-orders, I, it might be Amazon. Uh, you get like a special Batmobile with, that has extra gameplay mechanics, and they're kind of vague about it. But it's like, man, that's weird. Like I when I I went through this whole list and I kind of figured out that I I'll, I'd rather err on the side of uh, story DLC. So I figured if you pre-order from GameStop on PS4, you get three uh, story DLC packs that way. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like I I guess I'll do that, and even though there's no way to really get everything that should be in this game, and like and like you were saying, Mike, you know, it's we don't really you can't fault Rocksteady because it's obviously the publisher who's doing this, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And I mean, a lot of that stems from physical copies of games at retail stores being like a dying medium. Like yeah. that's starting to go away. People are buying more things digitally. Mm-hmm. There was just like a study uh, that said something like 34% of video games released, like uh, over across all consoles, come to retail. 
So like wow. only 34% of all games made actually have retail versions. Like wow, that's crazy. The rest are all digital now. Yeah, the digital marketplace is blowing up. And so, so these all these different retail stores, these brick and mortars, like see their relevance in this market dying out. And so they start incentivizing. They go to Warner Bros. and say, hey, we will pay for the development of more content if you make it exclusive an exclusive pre-order to our store. Huh. And so all these companies then buy in. They help <clears throat> fund the development of this game. But in this case, like, it's so ridiculous. They've actually chopped, like, this game apart. And I know this is content that probably didn't originally exist, and it was created specifically for these pre-orders. Probably not hugely game-altering content. No, but especially when you start getting, like, story DLCs and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, you hear, like, oh, Scarecrow missions. Yeah, I want those. Like, oh, well, you better buy it on PS4. Yeah, it's a really, it's a huge bummer for me. It's, like, essentially they've used this pre-order system to take my most anticipated game so far of this year and convince me to not buy it until like the game of the year edition comes out that just has all the content packed in. Mm. Yeah. And how long do game of the year editions typically take to come out? They usually come out somewhere around like nine months to a year after release. Oh, that's so yeah, long I to wait. I know <laughs> I can't either. I'm just wow. going to bite the bullet, get it from GameStop and just, and then one day maybe I'll see these other fancy moves that I can't do. I don't know. <laughs> I'll look at them on YouTube and just They'll probably release them wish. for like a couple bucks each after the you know, exclusivity <laughs> yeah. wears off. That's true. Yeah. That's the thing is they're going to try to nickel and dime you after yeah. the exclusivity window wears off. So, so yeah. You really yeah. can't live without that, you know, <laughs> yes. surf on explosive gel until it explodes and then <laughs> ram their heads into the glass. Then yeah, I can't well, do actually, that. I'm not Batman. I can't. <laughs> actually, there is a way to get all of the content. You just have to you buy the buy game it. like yeah. four times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get yeah, the ultimate goes. super uh, special season pass, hundred dollar edition, and then <laughs> pre-order it from like three other stores too. Yeah, and, <laughs> and you just take all those codes. Well, wait, guys, you're so guys. You know what you could do. I, well, I don't know. I don't know if you could do this, but maybe you could buy them, look at the code, put the code in, and then return it, saying, "Oh, you know what? I didn't want this game." Oh, you can't return open games yeah, most to stores, stores won't let you return an open yeah. game. Oh, they're they're wise your schemes, you scoundrel. It's okay. actually funny, too, is Steam now has a better return Trip policy than, uh, than brick-and-mortar stores. Because yeah. you can play crazy? the game for yeah. 14 days and then return it. Or not for... You got, two, like, two hours, hours. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like, as long as you don't play it more than a few hours or something, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty yeah. crazy. So yeah. a little bit ironic to the topic about pre-order is I actually just pre-ordered uh, Arkham Knight today. <laughs> but Mistake, I, my friend. I, but I actually pre-ordered it from a retailer that had no pre-order bonuses, like Whoa. on purpose. Wow. Like, I just went to Amazon. Like they don't have any pre-order bonus besides like, the standard I won't feed into this nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Well, because wow. I was like, oh, it's coming out and I'm going to forget. So I'll just have it delivered to my door. Even oh, not even cool. thinking about pre-ordering. It's just like I want it day of without having to go to, out of my way to go to GameStop. Yeah. So, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, that and was I kind also, of my vague fake question just to rant about how angry that pre-order thing made me. <laughs> it's, yeah, it is ridiculous. Bad. I agree. Now, Developers, I if you're listening, of, stop it. Yeah. yeah. I know a couple of you guys worked at uh, GameStop. Oh, I worked at GameStop past. back in the day. <laughs> oh, I worked yeah. at Software, yeah. et cetera, not GameStop, my friend. You probably peddled well, some pre-orders yourself. I worked yourself. at Software, et cetera. Yeah. I did. You well, back to. then they weren't quite as awful. So yeah. Back then they were just like, hey, you want to make sure you get the game pre-order. That's where my hatred of pre-orders stemmed from. Because oh. I worked when it was software, et cetera, it was fine. And then, like, it changed, like, Funko Land, and it changed yeah. to GameStop, because they were just yep. buying up all these companies. And I remember specifically when Halo 2 came out, and what a big game that was, and how we convinced all these people to pre-order it. And, like, the morning of the release of, of that game, 
and I have like stacks and stacks of these of these Halo twos locked in the glass cabinet behind me. Our area manager for all the stores came into my store and was like, "Hey, you're in a busy location. Anybody who comes to these doors and asks for a copy of Halo two, you sell them one." Whoa! And I was like, "Whoa, whoa. I did <laughs> I did the counts. I don't have enough cop. I have just enough copies to cover my pre orders. Don't care." You sell anybody what? a copy who wants them. <laughs> We're going to order more. There's no way that everyone's going to come and hook up their copy today. Wow. And I was like, this is a huge release. We're definitely... Yeah, nobody cares. Yeah. It's just Halo. No. Didn't, yeah. Wow. Didn't was care. he wearing like a big like mafia suit with a stogie in his mouth? <laughs> she was. She, oh, she, was. <laughs> she was. And so uh, I had to spend the second half of my shift apologizing to people who pre-ordered the game like uh, a year before it came out uh, why I don't have a copy for them. But uh, that guy, gosh. you know, they saw Earn the Mall walking around with the, with the GameStop <laughs> bag has one. What would have happened? I'm curious. What would have happened if you didn't do what she said i probably would have gotten written up and possibly fired wow that's a shame and i could have complained yeah. about it but it's like yeah the Just minimum wage up. job is not really worth the, the hassle yeah. yeah it's like you can so take I, the pre-order you just can't keep the pre-order yeah so <laughs> i, I kind of soured the pre-order thing really early in life that, i was like by the time i was like 19 of, i was like man pre-orders are dumb that reminds me of airlines and how they like overbook every flight now yeah, yeah. like dirty tricks it's terrible they they book more seats than there are on the plane every flight and that's awful. Anyway, <laughs> the world sucks, guys. <laughs> I'm glad we could end on that note. Yeah, yeah it's a happy note so. to end on. <laughs> All right, you guys, end of the show plugs for Woo. men. Woohoo! Oh yes. Help support the show for zero dollars by signing up for a free audiobook on audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS. If you like the show, leave us an iTunes review. That would yeah. help us out. Um follow us on Twitter. SBFVGS hey, Podcast. Uh hey, I have a book to recommend actually, an audiobook. Oh, do it. Um The Martian. There's a uh, movie coming out called The Martian, but it's based on a book and the audiobook's pretty good. Oh so, heavens. So do that. Do it. You Go get do the that. Martian. It's I one like credit, it. so you'll be able to do it with your free trial. I like it. I like it. Cool. All right, but yeah, uh, follow us on Twitter, SBFVGS Podcast. Um, myself, I am Barry White, B-U-R-Y-W-I-T-E. Mike is Taco Douglas. David is David J. Tate. And Mr. Eric Kruger is Sibhod, Sinister Icy Black Hand of Death. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, friend us on PSN. Let's play some games. Um I have the same name. David does. Uh, Eric, are you Sibhot on PSN? No, I'm a uh, Kiwakai. Oh, that's on all game stuff for some spell. reason. I'm Kiwakai. Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's K I W I K A I. K I W A K A I. Yeah. Okay. Just like and it sounds. Yeah, just like <laughs> it sounds. <laughs> and then Mike is Taco underscore Douglas. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash SBFVGS or follow the blog at SBFVGSpodcast.wordpress.com. And, and go follow you. the fake... Go follow the fake uh, Mike Lopez, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Taco, Taco underscore, underscore Douglas, Douglas on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> might as well. <laughs> might as well. Um, it might, it's probably Joe King. That's probably oh, you think if so? I had to make a guess. <laughs> he, he loves to create fake uh, Twitters like uh, Luigi O. Rodriguez. That's uh, <laughs> our buddy from the uh, Video Game Book Club podcast. I, I would love right. to see that Mike underscore Lopez get a little more active. Or I'm sorry, Taco underscore Douglas get a little more active on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Whoever's That's doing that. I don't know if you've ever seen my Twitter. It's real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I want to say thank you to OG Super Best Friend Eric for being on the show. 
Of yeah, course. thanks, man. Buddy. Thanks, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, this is fun. Good times. And that's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Episode 19. Thank you 19. for listening. Woo-hoo. Yes, indeed. Oh, uh, real quick, before I end, I wanted to mention we are creeping up. By the time you're listening to this, we will have hit 10,000 plays on I our I can't podcast, believe that, by the way. Which yeah, is thank you guys. really crazy for us. Uh, <sighs> thank you so much for listening to our little podcast, just a few nerds talking stuff about <laughs> things. So, yeah, super awesome. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank um, you so much. But we will be back every two weeks with three or four dudes talking about gaming. You know, man? <laughs> cool. Just three or four dudes. Oh, maybe, maybe a chick here or there. Oh, yeah, yes, sometimes. <laughs> chick. sometimes. <laughs> maybe a woman. Uh, yeah, David. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Mike's clapping. I can hear it. Woo-hoo. I'm not. I hear it clapping. Nope. I'm going to just dub in extra claps and yeah. put it on Mike's track. Pizza power.